if you're going through trouble, keep going. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. You can subscribe to the podcast on all of the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. For a limited time offer, get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That is a deal for my listeners at audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E, dot wisdomworthknowing.org. If you're going through trouble, keep going. Endurance. That's the topic of discussion for today. Endurance. Are we able to endure things well, including hardships? including troubles. Yes, it's a very difficult thing. You know, I, I, I don't even know what level of hardship you may or may not be going through at this moment. I do know that life is hard. It's harder for many than it is for others. And, and this going through trouble thing, it's very easy to get attached to things that are just platitudes and sayings and catchphrases and people say things like keep going and it can be really, really frustrating to hear that when you're going through a hard time when somebody just tells you just keep going. So I'm going to try to avoid the oversimplification of whatever whatever it is you're going through and, and hopefully stop and kind of take the time today to really kind of talk about going through hardships and kind of what that feels like. So that when we do keep going through these things that are difficult for us, we don't pretend that they're not difficult. And I feel that's an essential component into moving forward with anything, you know, that that may be difficult or a hardship. There, are, there is no shortage of setbacks. There's no shortage of troubles. There's no shortage of things that life will throw at us unexpectedly. They're everything ranging from the small to the very, very large and the, and the deep wounds. Everything ranging from a slight somebody may have offended us with to a deep, deep betrayal to a just random catastrophic event. I mean, there's... No end to the plethora of things that can really go wrong. Our lives are loosely held together. You know, we spend an immense amount of time building stability. Many of us do. And and there are no guarantees to that stability, which is enough to make us all anxious and nervous, and justifiably so. I mean, that's the default state. <laughs> One of my favorite writers basically says that um, it's really hard to forget, but the entire world is really constantly trying to kill you. <laughs> I mean, it, not to make light of it, but it, it, it like the world is, is at work. The natural world is at work at a constant place where it is trying to kill us. And I don't mean that really in a 
in a pessimistic it's out to get you kind of way but i just mean that like the world is not a safe place it's not a place in which things always go well things fall apart you know and that that's the natural state of things things do not move toward order they move away from it they fall apart over time and so kind of maintaining our lives and maintaining things and keeping them together is one of the things that we have to do you know and that includes ourselves you know keeping ourselves together you know as we pass through life as we age as we go through the changes associated with all of the things in our life aging our careers our families our ourselves our jobs whatever i said careers whatever it might be you know it's like there's there's a constancy in change happening and rather than just deny this reality and pretend everything's going well all the time it is important to remember that things are kind of naturally in a state of falling apart and the best thing we can do is try to be diligent in keeping them together and so this, if you're going through trouble, keep going, quote, one of the main reasons I like this a lot is because it does emphasize the necessity of kind of continually picking up the pieces and putting them back together. And I think this is, this is just part of life. I think we all are going through a constant stage of death and resurrection, to borrow from Christian language. I think life is a endless cycle of breaking us down and putting us, us back together. I think when you start to look at every other area of life, this just permeates every aspect of our lives. You know, when we're, when we're exercising, we're breaking down our muscles so that they can rebuild and be put back together. So everything from the physical to the emotional, you know, when you go through the grieving process, there's this whole emotional breakdown we go through before we move to acceptance which is a stage of putting something back together spiritually if you, whether you're religious or not becoming aware of our inadequacies and our shortcomings is a spiritual process in which we we are crushed under the weight of our bad decision making and our bad habits and then hopefully we if we're christians we accept the forgiveness that that comes with the faith and then we begin to reconcile that and we put the pieces back together and we do this over and over again the fancy religious term for that is called sanctification but this whole process of death and resurrection it it's just, it permeates every aspect of our lives oh, oh education this is another good example when we're learning something new there's a humility in it because it's incredibly frustrating when you first start something new and you're really awful at it. And so you have to endure the shame and embarrassment of being bad at something first before you get to the point of putting it back together and learning it and acquiring the skill. So this reality that kind of permeates everything is, is really good to know and it's good to accept. You know, the life is not something that goes well all the time. In fact, it's the complete opposite. It's, it's frequently something that falls apart and needs to be put back together. And, and we like to get into this, this habit of saying that something's wrong with us if something goes wrong. You know, we did something wrong is, is what we want to do. We want to blame ourselves. We should have prepared better. We should have 
stopped it from happening. But things going wrong is the natural state of things. And, and we cannot, we do not have the power, the wisdom, the knowledge to prevent every possible negative outcome. We just don't. Life is too complex. There are too many variables. And some of us can get so obsessed with things never going wrong that we can insulate ourselves into a place of absolute perceived control. Just so, so just so we feel like we have a grip on, on everything that's happening. So we have this tendency to want to isolate and insulate ourselves from every possible thing that can go wrong. But the downside of this insulation and isolation is then we have a life of no novelty. There's no excitement. It's boring. Everything is the same all the time. And we think we want that, but then when everything's the same all the time, we get tremendously restless and bored. Because we weren't designed, and if you don't believe in design, we weren't created. And if you don't believe in creation, that's fine too. But if you, if we, we don't exist to live within bubbles and vacuums of absolute control. And there's a reason we psychologically rebel against that. Because we need a challenge. You know, we need to be challenged. We need to grow all the time. I think this is something we really do struggle with as our culture because we do have it so good and we have so many things that bail us out from the challenges of our everyday life. Even things as small as like our laundry and our dishes and keeping our house, houses clean. We have so many tools now that make the basic responsibilities of life so easy that we, we are never challenged. And because we're never challenged we never have a chance to kind of build the healthy self-esteem that comes from overcoming a simple challenge. And so that's, that's something to be aware of. I mean, it, it, there, is, there is a healthy self-esteem in overcoming whatever it is we're going through. And these are just small challenges. I'm not even talking about the deep, deep challenges you may be going through right now. The troubles. The bigger troubles are what I'm going to go into next. But before I do that, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device or smartphone. And check this out. Because you listen to this show, for a limited time, my listeners can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up right now for this limited time offer for my listeners right now. So we've talked about some of the superficial troubles we can go through and how life is at a constant assault on our order that we try to build out of it. It's in a constant state of attempting to generate chaos from that. And keeping things held together can be an extremely difficult process and can be exhausting. 
And then there's those things that just happen to us, the troubles. The troubles in which we don't have an answer to yet. This can be the end of a relationship. It could be the end of a end of a loved one's life. It could be an end of a friendship. It could be the end of a career, the end of a job. Uh, it could be a, a sickness. You know, th- there's there's a plethora of things that can really, really go wrong. And there's these hardships we, we have to figure out how to navigate. And if we get obsessed with navigating things that happen to us in our lives, if we get obsessed with handling them perfectly, we will be crushed under the weight of our our lack of experience. So what I'm what I'm trying to get at here is that nobody navigates difficulties perfectly. So whatever it is you may be going through, first of all, know that you're not alone. There are 7 billion people on the planet. So whatever hardship you're having, you're not alone. And you may be alone at the moment because you're not currently in a relationship with other people who are going through whatever your hardship is. But there is a collective suffering that's part of the human race that that we're all, if, if people aren't going through your specific suffering, they're going through something. And so this is something that we can always mutually connect on. So beginning to share whatever you're going through is an essential part of kind of allowing people in and giving people the opportunity to help you. It's a humbling experience. It's, it's not something that really does come naturally to everybody. We, we don't like to bother people with our problems a lot of the time. But depending on the severity of what you're going through, it is, it is important to share it. And if you don't have anybody in your immediate life you can share those hardships with, it, it's a, it may be an opportunity for you to reach out, you know, find a, a support group, find an online anonymous board. You know, we've, we've got tools of communication now that allow for anonymity. You know, find a therapist, find a psychiatrist, find a church, find, uh, uh, if, if it's a drug thing, find an Alcoholics Anonymous group or a friend's going through a loved one or a loved one's going through a drug thing, find an Al-Anon group. Look online. There's, there are people getting together somewhere to address the problem that you're going through. You are not alone. You will not have to look that hard. Sure, your specific circumstances surrounding your situation are going to be unique. But there is going to be a, a thread that unites you with other people. Reading books on this is always extremely helpful. You know, finding other people who have suffered, endured, and overcome the specific thing you're dealing with. One book in particular on this with grieving and losing a loved one, or just grief in general, is uh, C.S. Lewis is one of my favorite authors. And, and there's a book called A Grief Observed. And in that book, he honestly documents going through his wife's passing. And, and then you get to kind of, his speech is eloquent. He's got a really, a really effective way of communicating that I think is unique. But, but he kind of can help put words to pain and suffering and grief. So he was able to communicate it. That really helped me. That book did. Um, 
not with losing my wife, obviously, she's still alive, but just, just with grief in general, with, when you're experiencing a loss of some kind, you know, kind of working through your emotions and your anger and your frustration that comes through going through troubles. Having language to put to your, your emotions is, is very useful. It helps you journal better. It helps you write things out better. And journaling and writing are, are incredibly powerful tools for getting through troubles as well. Nice thing about journaling and, and prayer and having a private conversation with yourself or with God or whatever it might be, the nice thing about that is it, is it helps you refine what it is you're going through and articulate it into the appropriate words. And it also has a privacy to it. When you're alone and you write things in a journal that you can just rip the pages up and throw them away afterwards, or burn them or whatever you got to do, you can use, you, there's a freedom in this and being able to use literally any word at your disposal. The most worth, um, the most dark and, and deep language that you can think of to express those emotions in the, the best way you can think possible. Music is really effective at this too. It's where you kind of, you, it, the music and poetry where you experience that visceral emotional process that people are going through. Music is an effective way of, of, of people communicating. It's therapeutic in that way, but, but the, the ability to express emotion through writing and words is incredibly helpful for, for getting through troubles you may be going through. And this, this ending part of the quote where it just says, keep going, that, that is, that is the goal. I mean, we're not going to be able to navigate whatever difficulties we're going through perfectly. We're just not, we're human. We don't have the experience. We haven't experienced that specific type of suffering or hardship we're going through. And so naturally we, we can't let ourselves get frustrated that we're not navigating it as perfectly as we think we should. Because that's to be expected, you know, it, it, it's just part of the process because we still need to figure out what enduring that specific thing looks like. So all we can really do is keep going. And as we kind of figure out what works for us, we figure out how to navigate these difficult things. Then we start to cultivate experience. And then hopefully it makes it that much easier the next time we have to endure a hardship or a trouble. Because, like I said at the beginning of the episode, and, and, I, and I hope that I'm right about this. I mean, it sucks, but if you have a pulse, you will endure hardships of some kind. It, it just will happen at some point. You know, many of us, we, we want to believe when we're younger that we are never going to have to deal with trouble. And that we can, if we just, we do, if we just do everything perfectly, we'll be okay. But a life without trouble is also a life without growth. Uh, one of my favorite quotes from David Goggins, he says that uh, the comfort zone is a wonderful place to visit, but nothing grows there. And in many cases, if we are in a constant comfort zone and we get bored, here's an interesting byproduct. And maybe you have noticed this, maybe you haven't, is because we, we have this desire or tendency to want to be challenged, 
Have you ever been or known some been in a group with or known somebody who just seems to be a troublemaker? We have a, a an innate desire to want to not only cause trouble, but to overcome it. And so what, what tends to happen is if we don't have any troubles in our lives, we create them. We get bored. And we manufacture new problems. This has been true for me, for sure. When I'm incredibly comfortable, that's when I get myself in the most trouble. Because it's in those those good times of, of peace and comfort that I get the most bored and restless. And then when I get bored and restless, I tend to manufacture new problems for myself. <laughs> I'm actually going through a season of that right now, believe it or not. And it is difficult. It's becoming increasingly difficult for me not to to create new problems for myself. Um. So that's something to be aware of, is that is that we do have a, t- a tendency of of because we have a desire to grow all the time, or be challenged all the time. A lot of it's unconscious. If we don't have problems, we'll create new ones. And you see this permeate a lot of our social media culture and everything too. We are so incredibly blessed, but yet everybody's so incredibly miserable and unhappy. Or or it seems that we're always looking for something to fight about. And I think I think this is an explanation for that. I don't think people are are I don't think people are necessarily seeking out trouble. I just think it we reach a point of extreme comfort in which we need trouble so that we can overcome something. And so we collectively create it or manufacture new problems. And that's not always a good thing. You know, like a lot of the reason I struggle with this is because of my lack of gratitude. You know, it's like I forget all the work that comes into creating whatever my certain small slice of good restful time is right now. And so I don't stop to appreciate and value these temporary seasons of peace between the hardships. And really what we, we, if, if we do this well, which I don't, if we do this well, we will enjoy the seasons of peace we have in between the seasons of conflict and trouble. We can get obsessed with with needing a constant challenge. And and like I said, this is something I definitely struggle with. It, rather than stopping and resting and, and, and really enjoying things when they're going well. I hope I'm communicating that effectively. Because I know not everybody has that problem. Some people are really good at, at just like sitting back and saying, things are going well right now. I'm just going to enjoy it while things go well. <laughs> um, and, and maybe you have that issue. Maybe you don't. But um, I do know that I have a tendency to to rock to rock the boat when things are going well. So we need to keep going. We need to keep going and endure whatever it is that we're going through. And, and, and that doesn't devalue what we're going through. It's just it's our only choice. The only way out is through. 
And sometimes the only thing we can do is close our, uh, close our eyes, put our head down, and just kind of just power through it. And come out the other side. Will we get through it perfectly? No. No. Maybe, will we break down? Maybe. It's okay. Maybe we'll have some emotional breakdowns during the process. You know, I think we all go through the, the stages of grief every time we experience a loss. Um, and this doesn't just mean the loss of a loved one. Every time we experience a major ca catastrophic event in our life, I think we do all go through these these death stages, these these death and resurrection moments. And, and these stages can take a long time. They can take days, weeks, or months to come to terms with. And for those of you who are aware of it, aren't aware of it, the stages of grief are denial. You know, we deny that something is happening, even though it's right in front of us. And we may do that for a while. We may do that for a season. Then anger. We may go, go through a season of anger. Bargaining in which we try to rationalize and justify depression is the next one you know once you've bargained and tried every out you've tried to find an escape from whatever it is you're going through it's only natural to eventually get depressed and then hopefully we after we've gone through these five stages of grief and whatever it is that we're currently enduring we we this death portion we're we hopefully make it into the acceptance phase. And then sometimes we get into acceptance for a while and then something happens that just rocks the boat all over again or pulls the rug out from under us. This is especially true in actual literal death. You know, like when you when you go through all these grieving processes to to deal with the death of a loved one or a close one, close friend or family member. And then you finally feel like you've reached that acceptance point and then something reminds you and kind of reopens all of those wounds. But the only way out is through. And I think we bounce between these all the time. I don't think it is a straight line. I think it's a big mess. And that's okay. So, yeah. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I've been your host, Craig Chamberlain. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Before you go, please like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network to feed those algorithms. That's on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. Also, make sure you leave a review on Apple Pod Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. That also helps the show grow, and subscribe if you can. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks, completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org for a limited time offer for my listeners. And until next time, if you're going through trouble, keep going. So until tomorrow, let's work on being the best version of we of ourselves we can today because as always that's all we can do have a great day i will see you all tomorrow